0: This is a podcast of the Nuffield Department of Medicine. Dr Jay Berkeley tells us about his work on childhood nutrition and immunity in East Africa. Hello Jay. Hi.
1: What are the main challenges for a paediatrician working in Kenya?
0: Well, I think a lot of, when a lot of people think about Kenya and Africa, they think of tropical diseases. But in fact, the kind of problems that children get in tr- countries like Kenya are usually the same problems that children get worldwide. Things like pneumonia and diarrhea and neonatal problems are the main causes of deaths in children. We also have things like malaria, but they're not the main causes. Um, I think that one of the key problems is that these are diseases of poverty, so people are very poor. It means also they can't access and pay for healthcare in a way that they could do in a country like this. When I first went to um, Africa, I went to Ghana as a student for a a one-year period and soon after arriving I met a a doctor who said the the biggest frustration was that however hard he worked on that day, the same number of children would still arrive on the following day. And and I think that's a, a frustration a lot of people feel, they're sort of up against a tidal wave of problems. I think that's the reason why a lot of people want to go into research to try and make a difference which is bigger than an individual doctor could make working on the ground.
1: How would you describe severe acute malnutrition and what are its consequences?
0: Well, malnutrition arises because children don't get the right kinds of foods or enough of the right kinds of foods. In many ways, malnutrition underlies a lot of other diseases, so we know that a lot of infectious diseases. Uh, children become much more susceptible to when they have malnutrition. In the sh- long term, malnutrition causes children not to grow properly, and it causes delaying of brain development and essentially a, a sort of a loss of potential for earning and um, intellectual capacity in the future. In when malnutrition becomes severe, then there are changes in the metabolism and the physiology of the body. So a lot of processes slow down and they start to become a bit dysfunctional. Um, We know that particularly in the gut, the gut slows down and it tends to get overgrown by bacteria which are not normally present and the absorption of food is impaired. Um, We know that uh, children with severe malnutrition are very susceptible to infection, but interestingly we don't know exactly why they're susceptible. It's likely to be due to these barriers like in the skin, the gut and the lungs which keep bacteria and other microbes out of our bodies. It's likely that those barriers break down and allow passage of microbes but we don't know exactly what's wrong with the immune system or any other systems which are making children susceptible to infections.
1: What is the impact of malnutrition on causes of childhood mortality in the developing world?
0: We know from the epidemiological studies that malnutrition underlies probably a quarter to a third of all childhood mortality worldwide, probably slightly higher in many developing country settings. And it does so by increasing the frequency of common diseases like pneumonia and diarrhoea and also increasing the mortality of those diseases. Um, That also becomes a vicious cycle because when a child gets pneumonia or gets diarrhoea, they use up energy, they use up nutrients and also they don't eat as much, so it means that the children become more malnourished as a result of each infection and that results in a sort of a vicious cycle.
1: What are the most important lines of research that have developed over the last five to ten years?
0: There's been an increasing awareness that there are things that can be done. Um, I think there's often a feeling that you know more emphasis needs to be placed on agricultural reform. and. national policies if you like, but those often happen very slowly. But The kind of thing that can be done and have resulted from research are things like vitamin A and zinc supplementation which have impacted all-cause mortality and specifically diarrhea and pneumonia in children. I think that some of the exciting research at the moment is about the relationship between a child and the, the bacteria that are living in their gut. We know that um, normally we host a large number of bacteria, in fact, more bacteria in our gut than cells in the rest of our body. And um, that we live in a peaceful relationship with those bacteria and those bacteria help in breaking down food, synthesizing some nutrients and regulating the absorption of nutrients to our bodies. Um, So a lot of research is going on in that at the moment. We're currently looking at the issue of whether you can prevent Uh, serious infections in children with malnutrition and we're doing a large randomised trial of low-dose antibiotics every day in a large group of children with severe malnutrition to see if we can, if you like, prevent infections and we're doing that at the same time as trying to understand the uh, effects on the immune system.
1: Why does your line of research matter? Why should we put money into it?
0: I think that the obvious answer is that the in, immense burden of ill health due to undernutrition. So, uh, with various estimates between a, a quarter and a, th- a sorry, a quarter and a third of all childhood death really justifies it as a as an area. It's something that's also not really getting better. So, although worldwide malnutrition is dropping, in areas such as where I work in East Africa, um, the rates of malnutrition are not declining. We still have problems with droughts, with political instability, causing malnutrition. I the big funders like the Wellcome Trust, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Bank have set undernutrition nutrition as one of their, sort of all set under nutrition as a key strategic area.
1: How does your research fit into translational medicine within the department?
0: It's an area that cro- cuts across many topics, so I've talked about doing thing, directly working with uh, patients doing randomised trials and our, uh, particularly the, uh, the objective of our group is to do very sort of high quality randomised trials of both anti-infective medications and also nutrients to prevent deaths from infection. But that cuts across um, many areas of immunology, microbiology, also in, uh, in measuring and assessing nutrient status. We're also working with the Nuffield Department of Obstetrics and Gynaecology to look at, through ultrasound, to look at how babies grow before they're born, the impact of that on malnutrition. Thank you. Thank you.